Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies we have not seen, based on nothing but their weird descriptions. I'm Brantley. And I'm Albert, and Brantley has something secret special sauce cooked up for us today. I've made it sound creepy. Brantley, what do you have? Well, I came to your home, your abode today, and we were watching a show. And it had pirates in it, so we're doing a pirate episode. Okay. That was Blaze and the Monster Machines, by the way. I should point out to the viewers that they're all cars. Monster trucks. Monster trucks. Who As are, are the animals. Pirates, yeah. for some reason, who wear pirate hats and have beards. And there's Captain Peg Wheel or whatever. Anyways, he's got a wheel that's made of wood and a hook. Yeah, he has like a wagon wheel, which makes sense if you're gonna if you were yeah. gonna do the like replaced amputated limb thing in the car universe. That's as close as you're gonna get. Fair enough. That was like one of the things that makes the most sense about that show. <laughs> this is not our Blazing the Monster Machines fan cast. So, Brantley, take it away. First up, we have a submarine pirate. Oh, I, I love that. This is such a good. Name. I love why now. <clears throat> It's probably not going to be as fun, but I just want to, like, give Captain Jack Savage, like, a steampunk submarine made by H.G. Wells <laughs> and let him sail around. And it also flies sometimes because it was made by H.G. So Wells. you basically want the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. I want that. Listen, that movie was not good. I love to... that movie. I don't love the movie, but I didn't hate like, it. I liked what they were going it. for. What? Tell me about the... Is it submarine pirate or pirate submarine? Submarine pirate. Tell me about the submarine pirate, Brantley. I'm going to do, do my best to not talk like a pirate during this. Oh, I, I wasn't... That, just go with what you feel, man. Uh, no. An inventor... As the spirit moves you. This is from 1915, by the way. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so it's possibly the earliest movie we've ever done. An inventor and his accomplice plan to rob a ship carrying gold bullion by Boom. using a submarine. Bullion's a fun word, isn't it? It is. I like their cubes. <laughs> That's sort of a weird branding transition. Because I had the same pun in my head. Why would you say something? It was funny. A waiter overhears their plans, buys himself an admiral's uniform, <laughs> tricks his way into command of the sub, and plots to take the ship himself. Okay. I love this guy. It's so good. So he's... <laughs> they own the submarine, right? Yes. This is their submarine. In he invented 19- it. He made it probably because he's an inventor. Oh right, yeah. So this is sort of the very early days of subs. No, are they used in World War One? I? I forget. Uh, they were used in the Revolution. Yeah, I guess so. They they were definitely. I mean, they in World sucked War and people died in them, but yeah. So, how does he trick his way? Like this guy invented he he- the sub. Like it's. It's not like a military situation where there's a bunch of bureaucracy. It's like I bought a bus well, no, to see, drive he's around. An, he's an inventor. He made the sub, and his his accomplice is just like a good robbery guy. But he needs someone who knows the ocean. Oh, so he was hiring someone was nautical, on, like an admiral. <laughs> 1950s LinkedIn, like need experience with submarine captaining. Have invented one. Too scared to try it, sir. <laughs> what? This is 1915. That's what I said. 1915. Oh, I think he's the 50s. No, no. This is, this is and this guy who like this wait is like, hello, sir. I'm an admiral from the sea, and he's like, you look I'm suspiciously... in the navy. <laughs> you look suspiciously like the waiter I had this afternoon, but your uniform says otherwise. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Like... <laughs> also, refill my drink, please. <laughs> All right. 
Was that it? That's it. That's a very short one. Okay. I mean, it's like probably a like a sentence. you know fifteen minute movie. I'm imagining this is like a maybe not actually Buster Keaton, but very much like Comedy of Errors, sort of mm-hmm. bumbling around silliness. The fact that we are making it silly, I don't think, is probably out of character for what this movie actually <laughs> is. Up next, we have from 1936, Captain Calamity. Another excellent name, yeah. although not as good as Submarine Pirate. I don't think. Really? I think Captain Calamity. I mean, Captain Calamity is just kind of a generic supervillain name. Okay, okay, now, see, the thing is, I have Pirate in my head. If if you had just said Captain Calamity out of context, I Super would have villain. been totally on board for him as a comic book character. He could be a pirate character. It's a little bit of a boring pirate name. It's no, like, you know, Blackbeard. As opposed to, yeah, Blackbeard, the most original know. of names. A dude with a beard, what is black? You know, when you do point it out like that, I guess it... Yeah, okay. I take your point, Brantley. Thank you. <laughs> captain Calamity, the best named pirate ever. A penniless ship's captain is taking a passenger ashore after their vo- voyage. Did he not pay? Yeah, what? I'm, I'm so confused. So, yeah, he, like, owns his own boat, I guess. Yeah, but he's, like, you know, down on his luck. Right? That, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this together in my head. I thought he was, like, a real, well, you know, when you say ship's captain, I assume that you have, like, a crew under you. If you just have a boat, you're not a captain. He might have a crew, but just, they're also broke. Maybe. You know, on the, like, the cusp of mutiny. Yeah, or, like, they're just out, like, in the middle of, you know, somewhere where they're not close to home. They don't know the place, so they can't really leave. I don't know how that would work. You would mutiny and go home. Well, maybe he, like, but maybe they're on board with like he's trying to earn some more money, and they're like, "Okay, dude, we're like, we'll go along with you." Fine. The passenger throws a gold coin in the ocean that he says has been bad luck to him, as it was a gift from his ex-fiancee. <laughs> so what a jerk! Is again, I don't think he paid this guy, and he's just like, "This is bad luck." Shunk. <laughs> I do have this coin made of solid gold, but it's bad luck. Like that wouldn't pay us a lot, but we'd at least get, be able to get food. You jerk. <laughs> that was eight pieces of eight you had there. <laughs> <sighs> the captain sends one of his men, an experienced underwater diver, to successfully retrieve it. That's actually pretty boss. Yeah, he's like, no, go get that thing. We need it. I guess maybe they weren't, like, way deep, but if you think about... I've dropped stuff in the water before, like, right next to where I was sitting, and now all of a sudden I was like, where'd it go? It's gone. <laughs> I'll never find it again. <laughs> and he found it fast, because the passenger explains that it is a gold Spanish doubloon, and the captain's more than welcome to it. So he's like, no, go get it right now. So is this... Are we thinking this is taking place in pirate times? Yes. Okay, so it's does a... this ship captain not know doubloons when he sees them? I would think... I mean, it was probably just like he saw a flash of gold as the dude chucked it. Yeah, maybe. Some also, guy it's was in like... black and white, so it's hard for the audience to tell. It seems like <laughs> in the yeah, in the era of Spanish ship-type... Like Supreme, yeah, in the golden age of piracy, the Spanish doubloon would be like the dollar of the age. Everybody knows what a dollar looks yeah, like. Yeah, but when you're penniless, a dollar is a lot. No, but you don't have to explain what it is to basically anybody in the world. If you, you show them... to the audience. Fine, fine. These are movies. These are not real events. I, I refuse to accept that. Okay. Continue. Going ashore, the captain decides to have some fun by telling stories indicating that he discovered four chests full of coins, which were pirate treasure. He's like, he's got the one doubloon, and he's just, like, talking himself up, because, he's, you know, he's had a rough couple of weeks, he has no money, and he's like, all I got is this, blah, blah, blah. I like that this is a good con he's running here. Yeah. The news spreads throughout the island, and leads to kidnapping, 
torture, murder, and an attack on the captain's ship. Less good of a con now. Kind of get out of hand. Also, just way to skirt over the whole, like, second three quarters of the movie. Well, the the Probably the, you know, main part of the movie. Yes. Like, uh, and then things went bad. Well, no kidding. <laughs> I assume that's the end of that description? That's the end of Captain Calamity. At, at least, that one, I felt like they did a good job of sort of giving us a capper on it. Yeah. I really wish I knew, like, what happens. I assume somebody overhears it, and they're meaner than he is. And maybe, oh, okay. So he's not really a pirate captain, mm-hmm. but he talks it up like he is. And to be fair, the guy did say that the coin was bad luck. Right, right. So the combination of that and, you know, talking up a big game by finding four pirate chests. Well, I would have. Uh, here's what if, if you believe this thing was actually bad luck, what you got to do is spend it. Get it out of your life and then do the talking up like the. Go to somewhere that has... I mean, he probably did. He was probably just, like, flipping on the bar and was like, Ah, it's whatever. I have four chests of that. Yarg. I feel bad for this guy. I think he's just trying to get out of debt here, and he's been screwed by fate. What's next, Brentley? Finally, we have Blackbeard's Ghost. What color is his beard? Oh, is this the Disney movie? I don't know. Is this about the track and field team? That Blackbeard helps to win the championship? Possibly. Oh, man. I've seen this one, Brentley. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to cut you short on the pirate episode, but I have seen Blackbeard's Ghost, and I'm not eligible to talk about it. It's a very funny movie, though. It's sort of along the same lines of... uh, I'm trying to think of... So so Blackbeard has... You know, he's got, like, a curse on him or whatever, and he has to break the curse... And the only way that he can break the curse is by helping the local track and field team from the community college. Mm -hmm. And so because he's invisible, he can do things like, you know, the the wimpy guys throws a javelin and like grab it and like, like run like 800 feet away. So like angels in the outfield. It's that's the what that's what I was looking for. It's essentially, you know, 1970s or maybe 60s angels in the outfield only with one ghost who's a pirate. It's uh, it's actually very fun. I, I I have fond memories of it. There's a scene at the end where the guy like does finger guns at the goons who because like it gets out of hand because there's a lot of betting involved. Because right? the, the the reason the track and field thing was happening was because they needed to get money and they were super long shot. Um, and so the goons who were sort of backing those bets smell something fishy and call him in, and uh, he ends up like at a standoff with them and he does finger guns at the goons and he's like. Back up, back up, and like they're obviously not afraid, but it's, it's like Black he he shoots the finger gun and Blackbeard conks him on the head, and they're like, "What's what?" <laughs> they do some some. Have you seen uh, the Losers? No. Uh, yes, I have. The bit where uh, J- uh, Jensen's you know they're br- he's bringing up the place and he's I saw it once the, and I vaguely he remember. He gets surrounded it, by guards and he goes, "I was in the government program. They did stuff to me, spooky stuff, but <laughs> stuff." <laughs> he's like points his gu- does the finger and he's like whoever I point at it's gonna die and they're just like looking at each other like what and he jerks his finger and one gets dropped he does it again and the other guy drops and the other third guy just leaves and he turns around and gives the okay symbol and it zooms out to Cougar the sniper on another rooftop yes that was a good uh, that was a good bit have you seen The Island is it the Michael Bay The Island no I have not okay then hopefully this can be our last one okay so possibly hopefully finally we have The Island from 1980. Skeptical journal- journalist Blair Maynard 
you know, I really want to meet the... Well, I guess... So the gullible journal- journalists are the dudes who are writing for, like, the Bigfoot Discovery paper- papers, right? Or the ones who just run it out of their basement? Yeah, most people, most actual journalists, I think, are skeptical. That's maybe a little bit of a double it up there on the descriptors. Blair is assigned to explore the area known as the Bermuda Triangle, where thousands of boats have disappeared in a three-year span. What is that assignment like? Just go investigate this. Go sail around in the ocean for a while. This couple hundred spans of ocean. (laughs) See if you get taken by whatever the ghost is. I don't know. Everybody's everybody's annoyed at how skeptical oh, he is. Oh, turns out Blair is actually a she? dude played by Michael Caine. Okay, I was gonna say she. Uh, that's kind of disappointing. Can we just can we just gender swap? So Michael it's Caine's Michael a woman Caine now. Dress. Okay, <laughs> so she's just like boating around, <laughs> waiting for something to happen. Finds out an airplane something happens in an airplane, like charters a flight over the Bermuda Triangle, calls up her bosses. Eventually, it turns into like she's just enjoying the sun. Like I just I'm getting paid to sit out on a boat all day, <laughs> wait for something to happen. It's great. Ooh, okay, this actually gets super squeaky. Oh, no. I kind of don't want to go with uh, he, she anymore, but okay. Okay. When she leaves the Florida coast with her adolescent son, Justin, their boat is shanghaied by a group of pirates led by the tyrannical John David Now. The pirates... John David when? John David Now! Vote John David Now today! Now! If you need a lawyer you need it now, come to John David. John David Now's plumber will get you fixed. Now. That's the John David Now promise. The pirates, who lived undisturbed in the area for centuries, therefore not pirates, just locals. You're not really a pirate if you're not (laughs) pirating. Uh, Maybe they mean undisturbed as in they've been free to uh, commit their piracy. I mean, that is the premise of the movie, right? That he's been sent here. To, to investigate. investigate. Yeah, that's true. There oh. are the thousands of disappearances. <laughs> also, how much of a letdown is that? The mystery of the Bermuda Triangle is just pirates. <laughs> that's a pretty big letdown. It's also like... No aliens, no monsters, no transdimensional warps or whatever people think it is. Also, no ghosts, the just, government's just, just done a terrible job. Like, there's been thousands of ships. That's many, many millions of dollars, or not billions worth of dollars of commerce. Also people. And people, right, have been lost. <laughs> important, like, those things. I don't know, man. Some of them UFOs. Probably. <laughs> it's weird. Bermuda Triangle. Like, go send a battleship out there and they look sent, for these dudes. They send Michael Caine an address. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways, the, who has lived undisturbed for centuries see mother and son, I almost said father, as a new blood for their increasingly inbred clan. Wait. No, it still works if it's mother. Okay. It does work. It's rape either way. I don't think it's worse if it's a dude. Is it? Or I mean, it's... I mean, I like if they're trying to have inbreeding, then they're making dude have sex with lady, which is still not good against the will. But society is like, nah, guys like it. Okay. Well, we're, we're, since we are not, we are a little bit progressive on this show. Apparently, I think we can we can uh, we can allow for a gender flip Michael Caine here. I, I'll allow it. Is that the end of it, though? That is the end of that one. That is, like, the fact that the... Pro- so they've, they've again, they've sunk thousands of ships, all right? Mm-hmm. They've stolen, and I assume did not sink them right away, because if they're pirates, they're stealing stuff. How have they not had new blood before this? Are they just now figuring out, like, oh, man, this interbreeding stuff, not working out? Like, they're, pi- <laughs> they're part of the whole pirate mythos is the, the raping and the pillaging, 
So apparently, they, there is some spreading of the seed. Yes. I don't. I. This is. Uh, I. I. You left me hanging right after saying the word raping and pillaging and spreading of the seed, and that's how. How, how could you do that to me? How really? am I meant to respond? I don't know. You're brilliant comedic mind should come up with something one of those (laughs) i work mostly on puns and dad jokes this is like the end of the episode we have to leave people on that i mean we could do another movie instead i got another pirate movie right here you have another pirate movie yes oh well let's continue with the theme then we're a little bit short on time all right finally probably i don't know next up we have the ghost galleon okay okay ghost ships very cool very cool it has numerous alternate titles including the blind dead three not which i don't know if it's a sequel it's... or just these three guys are blind and dead in which case riveting stuff <laughs> horror of the zombies or wow and finally ship of the zombies horror of the zombies is like the laziest movie title i could imagine i i'm trying to think of something that's worse than horror of the zombies and i'm not coming up with anything oh, okay a pair of swimsuit models are out in a boat to stage a publicity stunt by appearing to be stranded. All right. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can track with that, I guess. What Are they, are they promoting themselves? Is it I, like we're, we're not having a lot of luck models, in the modeling so guess, game? Maybe. If we get on the news as stranded ladies who in bikinis and then we can sell our services as ladies who wear bikinis a little bit better. Stranded ladies in bikinis is like a very different movie. Yeah. They discover a mysterious galleon shrouded in mist and board it. Because I guess they're bored at this point. <laughs> I didn't think through this whole stranded at sea plan. They, Whoops. They didn't, like, send a distress signal or anything. They are just, like, went out in a boat with a bunch you know, of food. You know, Marsha, I, I, at the time, considered it kind of weird, but maybe we shouldn't have taken an axe to the radio before leaving. <laughs> um, and dumping that food, bad call. <laughs> and I don't know how to fish. All I do is model. When contact is lost, the wealthy and unscrupulous businessman who sent them out decides to mount. <laughs> this was his plan. What? What? what, what a, okay, so no, it made sense when it, they were looking for their own publicity. What is he trying to promote with stranded bikini models? I don't understand. <laughs> this guy's so bad at his job and a terrible person. Okay, yeah. Decides to mount his own rescue missions. That's cool. And abducts one of the model's friends. Less cool. <laughs> well, it's. I think it's probably still uncool because he's decided not to involve the police. And has kidnapped a person. Well, yes. Or, but... He doesn't want to get in trouble for this because he just sent them out to ocean to be stranded and be like, oh no. <laughs> the abducted girl makes an unsuccessful escape attempt. Thanks for that. The businessman and his secretary recruit. And he brought a secretary on a rescue attempt into the ocean? He, what if he wanted to take some dictation, Brentley? Whatever. And it's like to recruit an eccentric scholar to assist them in their search for the missing models and their boat. Maybe find a boat, Captain, instead of a scholar. This guy is not good. He's so bad at all the things he does. Do you think they're still Except alive at this point? Like, they've just found this weird galleon. It's called Ghost Galleon. So I'm assuming that that's what it is. Oh my god, this just got awesome. Oh, is it continued? I, that, yes. that, the way you read that, I was thinking we were done. That was the end of the first paragraph. Second paragraph gets awesome. Okay. The Phantom Galleon carries the coffins of the Knights Templar. Yes, yes, yes. No. Eyeless mummies who hunt humans by sound. Even better. I'm so on board. Yes, yes, sound sound monsters are great. And then the two models are killed before the rescue party arrives. Blah, blah, oh, stop boo. caring about them already. 
Give me more mummies. No, actually, I, I'm kind of sad. I, I don't care about this other idiot. Yeah. They they were like in his, like the bait in his trap. And yes. I mean, they. I'm not, I was gonna say they didn't sign up for this. They probably did sign up for it, but like they they were unwitting victims, and this guy's an idiot. So I'm kind of bummed that he got them killed, and he's probably gonna try to survive. The rescue party also board the galleon, then discover their ship has vanished. So if you get on board, turn around, he's like, uh, our boat's gone. Okay. So is it, like, is it a ghost ship because it has these coffins on it, do you think? Like, whatever curse is putting them on there? Right, right. Like, we need to keep the Knights Templar or whatever had some kind of voodoo back in the day, and they, they like, wanted I mean, to be sure the did... ship got there, but they, they, like, the spell or whatever they put on to to protect it was actually too strong mm-hmm. and they sort of sank but like couldn't die so it just kind of like forced itself back on top of the water yeah that's what i'm thinking the abducted girl is captured and dragged she's just having such a bad week yeah really dragged into the depths of the ship to be dismembered and eaten while the rest of the group is locked in an unnatural sleep the survivors struggle to repel and combat the spectral knights with what little knowledge they have of them what not i mean they do have a scholar why did he bring that scholar? <laughs> I still don't know why he brought a scholar. But at least he has a scholar to be like, ah, uh, Knights Templar. Why did we bring you? We're trying to find ladies in the ocean. I brought an expert on the Knights freaking Templar. He's <laughs> so bad at his job. Backdoor brilliant move. <laughs> he just does things and hope it works out for him. The, 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 great th- the great part is once they do escape, like it is amazing publicity for his business. Mm-hmm. Selling sunscreen. He comes back and he's like, not a burn on me, ladies and gentlemen. Lost both my arms and one of my legs, but uh, there's no sunburn. Well, that's it we have for that movie. And that's it for our pirate-themed episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. You are awesome. If you'd like to be more awesome, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash watch and tell a friend about the show. We would sure appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.